What's up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of the Sportsgasm Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Kylie. We got my homie, Calvin. Um, unfortunately, we uh, don't have Isaac today. He's a little upset about that uh, Bucks loss. <laughs> but we have our uh, we have Calvin here, so we're going to kick it off. He's our Washington fan, so we're going to talk a bit about the football team this year, the future, and he's also a uh, sports betting genius so we're gonna talk about that as I'll well that. <laughs> all right so how you doing man doing good i can't complain hey it's a beautiful day outside so you already know all right so first things first how do you feel about the season uh the nfl season in general or washington season? washington uh another disappointment as always, um, I believe that we will never be a good organization <laughs> until we make changes. Um, they, uh, yeah, it's just sad. It's it's like they trick us. Like Heineke comes out, throws for three hundred yards one game, then he comes out the next game and he's throwing for sixty eight. He's throwing for a hundred. He's like, what's going on? Like. Are you good or are you not good? <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, so one thing I'm obviously hearing a lot is Washington is like a quarterback away from being a really solid team. You think the same? Honestly, not just a quarterback. I think we get another nice receiver as well. Terry McLaurin, don't get me wrong, is a great threat. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a good number one receiver, but we do need a, another great receiver beside him. As you can see, like, Teams like a Brady, he has Godwin and um, Mike Evans, mm-hmm. as well as as well as Gronk. Um, we have Terry McLaurin and sometimes Logan Thomas. <laughs> sometimes. You know, so we we definitely we definitely need a quarterback. We're a quarterback and a receiver away from being a great team. Yeah, definitely. Um, so who do you want your team? You do, who do you want Washington to target the most in free agency? Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think Russell Wilson can not only make this team better, he can help change the culture with this team and make us a better team off the field as well as on the field. Do you think uh, Snyder should sell the team? 1,000%. He, should, <laughs> he honestly should give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, dude, I trust you. Um, yeah. uh, so other than wide receiver and quarterback, do you who do you want to see your team target in the draft? Any position? Um, I would say linebacker. Yeah. I like linebacker, offensive line, um, maybe a DB. Those would be my top three positions that I would like us to target in the draft, though. Do you have any names in mind? Yep. No, I don't. Not at this time. Not yet. I, yeah, not at this time. I, I, I'm steady. Right now, I'm in the in the mix of watching who's coming out in this draft this year. I haven't really seen anybody who's really caught my eye and was like, well, we need that guy. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't give you a name at this time. I'm sorry about that. 
There's a guy from Cincinnati. He's a corner. I'm completely blanking on his name. But uh, he didn't let up oh, any uh, touchdowns. Yeah, Sauce Gardner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's definitely a great cornerback, but he'll be gone before we get a pick at 11. I, I think he'll be gone before that. Yeah, I think so, too. Maybe trade up, though. C- could possibly trade up, but if we're going to trade it up, uh, I see this draft. I don't even know. There's not <laughs> even really anybody that really catches my eye for me to say yeah. if we should trade up, let's go get him. Yeah, it's not a really like like last year's draft. There were so many names. Right. Um, so with the new name being released on February twenty second, what do you want the name to be? I don't mind Commanders. Everybody says that's what it's probably mm-hmm. going to be. I would like Washington Red Wolves, though. Red Wolves would have been the best name. Yeah, because for sure. You change the name, I think that that is the actual first step of, like, changing the culture. And you may get a packed stadium again with a new name. And just imagine 50,000, 60,000 people just howling like wolves on a third down or something like that. Like, that, that would have been something crazy. <laughs> right and HTTR held to the Redskins. I mean, and we'll exactly. keep it it'll keep it going. Um, they'll they'll always be the Redskins to me. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, on to sports betting. What what even got you into sports betting? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. One day, I just had a friend. He was talking about how he was put he put down ten dollars and he made a thousand dollars on an eight leg parlay and I said oh my god it, it, it was like maybe about three years ago at this point and ever since he told me that I was like bro get me signed up how do I sign up <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like I, I know sports I could do that too <laughs> you've been on um all sports right oh yeah hockey basketball baseball football tennis you name it tennis I'm, Damn, what uh what are you most successful at? What do you made the most money in? Liverpool. Liverpool's made me a lot of money. Really? Um, soccer. Yes. So, so soccer has made me a lot of money. Liverpool is Liverpool is my number one moneymaker in 2021. They're killing it right now in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. So what so can you explain like the uh the point spread? Yeah, so basically every week the whoever it is that creates it they come out with a a different line every week so they have a favorite and they have an underdog the spread system is let's say i think this week cincinnati is uh plus seven and a half Mm -hmm. against kansas city um so that plus seven and a half there on the spread that means they don't have Cincinnati losing by more than seven and a half points. So if Cincinnati was to lose by six points, whoever bet the Cincinnati plus seven and a half, they Mm -hmm. win their bet. If Cincinnati was to lose by eight points, whoever bet that Cincinnati plus seven and a half, they lost their bet because they lost by eight points instead of under seven and a half points. Mm -hmm. That's like the most confusing part. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you could, 
you could be a sports better sitting there thinking like, oh, they lost by eight points. Did I win? But no, you didn't because mm-hmm. they lost by more than seven and a half. So as on the other side, Kansas City is minus seven and a half. So they have Kansas City winning by seven and a half points or more. So basically, if Kansas City was to win by eight, whoever bets minus seven and a half wins that bet. If they were win, if they were to win by six, they, whoever bet minus seven and a half does not win the bet. That's insane how they come up with like seven and a half. Um. Yeah, it, it is. It is very crazy because there's a lot of times where I've lost bets by half a point. Like I've had, I've had uh, a Lakers game actually. It was Lakers minus three and a half, and they ended up winning by three points. Oh. Yeah. Of course, it's the Lakers too. <laughs> Yeah, the Lakers have been disappointing me this year. They have been. It's insane. Uh, do you have a strategy for for when you bet? Like things you stay uh, away from. I stay away from toss up games. Um, games that I'm not confident in, like let's say, like UCLA Arizona last night in college basketball. Mm-hmm. Both top ten teams number three and number 17 last night before they played. And I was sitting there thinking, which way do I go? <laughs> like this game can go either way. Arizona mm-hmm. has home court advantage. They're the home team, even though they were the seventh seed, they had home uh, court advantage. So it's like Arizona could sneak a win out if mm-hmm. they come out and do what they're supposed to do. So I stay away from games like that. Um, I also stay away from games where it's like, um, let's say an NFL 11 and two is playing, uh, Oh, and 13. I'm staying away from that because any given Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, when the lions played, um, Minnesota, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any given Sunday, I stay away from games like that. Are there any like point spreads that you stay away from like really close or far away? Difference? Yes. Yes. You'd be surprised how many times I've skipped out on a minus two parlay. I mean, a minus two uh, point spread. Um, like, uh, what game was it? Actually, it was just this game last week. Um, the Packers and the 49ers. Mm-hmm. The, it started out at minus three and a half for the Packers. Before the game started, it ended up dropping to minus two. And I still stayed away from it. I was like, I just don't have a good feeling about it. Even though I wanted Rodgers to win so bad, I was like, San Francisco has a lot of ball players. They do, clearly. Yeah. They won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, so what, what are parlays? So there's a difference between parlays and straight bets. So basically a straight bet is you're just betting on one single team. Um, so let's say this weekend – Kansas City versus Cincinnati. Uh, I, I'm <laughs> call me crazy. I'm going to Burrow all the way. Oh yeah. Um, so I would basically let's say I put Joe Burrow and then the Rams and the 49ers play. I'm going with the Rams. I'd go Bengals and Rams. So basically Bengals and Rams, that would be a parlay together. So 
But in that parlay, since I'm picking two teams, I would need both the Bengals and the Rams to win for me to win that parlay. If the wow. Bengals won, if the Bengals won, but the Rams lost, I lose the parlay. If the Rams won, but the Bengals lost, I lose the parlay because both of them didn't win. Now, let's say if I was to go on a straight bet and just bet the Bengals would win the game. And then I just do a separate bet that says the Rams will win the game. If one of them wins, but the other one loses, I still win money because it's a, it's just betting on that one single team by themselves instead of betting on the both of them together. That makes sense. Uh, where do you go to bet? Uh, so I have a couple websites I bet on. I use FanDuel. I use BetMGM. Um, I also go to there is a thing right above Capital One Arena in D.C., sports betting place. I also go there as well. Um, but yeah, I usually use FanDuel and BetMGM. That's awesome. Um, I've always been like curious about sports betting because it's always just like crazy and so many things go into it and anything can happen. Um, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Uh, going into football, uh, insane playoff games this past weekend. I mean, the craziest one, obviously, is, is the um, the Bills Chiefs. And <laughs> I can't believe it came down to, to overtime. And how do you feel about the overtime rule? Um, I think it should be like college. Yeah. I hate the overtime rule because I honestly think that game probably would have scored in the 70s. If it was Absolutely. Like if it was like college, because both of those quarterbacks were just very, very hot in the last two minutes of that football game. Yeah. And everybody was saying that like the, the bills sold and they like the defense was just awful, but it was like 18 points or something like that in the final minute and a half. See, exactly. I don't really say the defense sold. I don't either. I think it was more exhaustion. And Kansas City was just more energized at that moment because you got to look at it like this. Adrenaline's rushing on both sides, definitely. Mm -hmm. But the, the, the Bills' defense has tired adrenaline because they, they had just been on the field literally for two minutes straight. Like, it was back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back scoring. So yeah. they have tired adrenaline. Kansas City, on the other hand, they're home. They have the home field advantage, crowds pumping. Not only that, they have the football. Yeah. So you have no choice but to have the adrenaline that's rushing. You don't have time for tired adrenaline. Mm -mm. I think if Buffalo got the football and Kansas City was on defense, I think the same thing would have happened if Buffalo would have went down and scored. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's the loudest stadium in the NFL, too. Mm -hmm. So that home 100. field advantage definitely helped. Exactly. Um. I would say that this Mahomes-Allen duo's battle is definitely going to be the next Brady-Manning. I think it's too <laughs> early to say, but it's up there. It's going to be up there. They, they, they have shown us in every game so far that it's going to be a battle. But this is why I say I can't say that yet. We can't count out Lamar Jackson. Lamar right. Jackson has given us a football game against Kansas City and Buffalo every time he's played them. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Definitely going to give my respect to Lamar Jackson. He won an MVP for a reason. Exactly. And he can, he can obviously throw. I went to the Colts Ravens game. Dude can throw. Trust me. Yeah. He, he will, he'll be back in the conversation in the playoffs next year. I think so. I too. think Because so. there were just so many injuries with Baltimore this year. I definitely don't think it's uh, going to, I don't think they're done. Yeah. A healthy Baltimore team. I have a friend who's a real big, big Baltimore fan, and he tells me all the time, he says, if we were healthy, we would win the Super Bowl. And I re- the first time he said it, I was like, you're crazy. But then I really went home and looked at it, and they had so many injuries, so many, not just injuries, key injuries. Yeah. Marcus, Marcus Peters, um, Marlon Humphrey was injured for a lot of the time. Their running back was injured the whole season. Both of like, them. Both of them. So you know, it's and then Lamar goes out for the second half of the season, basically. So and the thing is, they still had a chance to go to the playoffs. Exactly. I, that shows. And people are wanting Harbaugh out. But I think that's a testament to, to Harbaugh himself, keeping this team together. One thousand percent. I mean, it just it blows my mind that because we, we live in the in the DMV. So we have Ravens fans everywhere. And. You, you get the two opinions. Lamar Jackson's bad, fire Jim Harbaugh, and then you got the others who are like us, who don't. <laughs> who, uh... I think, and that's, that's another thing, too. I, I'm glad you said that because I don't think that Ravens fans, there is some that do, but I don't think a lot of Ravens fans actually give Lamar Jackson the respect he deserves. Mm-mm. He is not a bad quarterback. Not yeah, he does run a lot, but he is not a bad quarterback. He can mm-hmm. definitely throw the ball. Yes, he has some accuracy issues, but that can always be worked on. Peyton Manning had accuracy issues when he first came in. Peyton Manning had 19 interceptions or something like that in his first year. Yeah. Like, broke the record. Look what Peyton Manning, exactly. Look what Peyton Manning did the rest of his career. Yeah. Um, people are just, people are so quick to write off quarterbacks and, and stuff like that. But when I went to that Colts Ravens game and he had that game winning drive in overtime because overtime, um, that entire stadium went insane. Yeah. And that's the thing with life though. They'll, they'll cheer with you when, when you're at the top, Yep. but when you're doing bad, they want nothing to do with you. <laughs> when you're doing bad, that's when you find the real ones. Exactly. The ride or die fans. Um, exactly. So the other game uh, we got we got Bucks Rams and it it made me happy to see uh, Brady get knocked out, <laughs> especially with a little field goal and Cooper Cup just absolutely torching the the corner and just finding his way deep it was great. Yeah, it was that was a great game, but I knew Brady wasn't out of it. 27 or three. I saw him down 28 three before in the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I was at work watching the game. That's exactly yeah. what I said. Yeah, that that was also another crazy game. But you see, I bet on the Rams in that game. So my heart was thumping out my chest <laughs> that whole last couple of minutes of the game. And I don't know if you saw these. Uh, there was a Lions fan. This girlfriend had recorded the. Uh, the boyfriend with the Lions jersey on, the Matt Stafford jersey on, mm-hmm. and he was like, spike it, spike it. 
that was literally me. I was jumping up and down. I'm like, <laughs> please get down there, please. But yeah, that was another crazy game. But shout out to Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup. Yeah. They had a great year this year. Hell of a year. Yeah, it's been great. It's been so much fun watching them. I'm so happy Matt Stafford's finally getting success and playoff wins and finally in the conference championship where he deserves. Yeah, I just shout out to uh, Odell Beckham too. Absolutely. He was not the problem. 1000%. Absolutely not. And his dad, number one agent. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously. <laughs> Do you think, um, you think Brady's going to retire? It's hard to say. You never know with Brady. He's like a, I would describe Brady like a chameleon. He can fit in anywhere. He just blends in anywhere. So you really don't know the guy's move until he makes the move. Yeah, like when uh, when he was going to uh, Tampa Bay, everybody was texting his friends and everything, and they were all like, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think, uh, honestly, if you want my opinion, I want him to retire. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, I'm, I'm sick of Brady, like like people tell me they're sick of LeBron James because everybody knows how I, how I feel about basketball, LeBron James, but I, I'm tired of Brady. I'm tired of seeing – it's not even that I'm tired of seeing this guy winning. It's just like, bro, you're so old. Why are you still here? <laughs> like, go home and be with your family, man. Like 22 you've been, seasons. You, literally, he's been doing this since I was two years old. Like yeah. I couldn't even – really comprehend footballs and that's how long he's been playing it's insane uh the how long he's been able to play I mean you see players stay for 15 years 10 years but you never see 22 don't get me wrong though even with all that saying that I want him to retire and everything like that I I appreciate his greatness absolutely yeah definitely hands down best quarterback to ever play the game his story, if you look at it, he's not a first-round guy, not a second-round guy. He's a sixth-round guy. So yeah. for him to win seven Super Bowls just tells you a lot about the guy. Absolutely. <laughs> he's a winner. Yeah, I mean, pick 199. Like, yeah. it's, it's insane. And I think I, I talked about this with Isaac, I think, last week. Um, but I really think the, the Brady and Belichick success was both of them. I don't think it was just one or the other. I think it was Brady's uh, determination and work ethic and Belichick's mindset that just, it just clicked with him. Yeah. See, there was a time where I hated Tom Brady so much that I would give Bill Belichick all the praise for that. But then I really had to realize like, this guy's different. (laughs) Like this guy is really different. And not only is he different, he, he plays the game so poised. Mm-hmm. Like even down 27 to three, down 28 to three in the Super Bowl, him himself, he knew he was never out that game. And there's always a chance with Tom Brady. I think the next guy we see coming up like that is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I think that I think it showed uh, this past week that it could be. I mean, he's had so many game winning drives uh, last year or the, two years ago when they uh, were down to Tennessee by like two or three touchdowns really early on, they still came back and kicked ass. I mean. Well, you can look at it in, um, 
I don't know if it was did Deshaun Watson play last year? Yeah. Yes. So last year in the playoffs, when Houston was up 24-0, he came back and won that game. And it, it, Patrick Mahomes, he's he's different. Just like you said, the the uh, the game the other night, 13 seconds left. I'm like, he's not out of it. <laughs> he's not out of it. They gave him way because too much time. That 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 game in the Packers game was the game that hurt me the most because I had bet Bills and Packers. Oh. So so. With 13 seconds left, I was ready to tweet. I'm like, yeah, Bills, let's go. And then something stopped me, and I was like, this game's not over yet. <sighs> this game's not over yet. It ain't over until it hits double zero. And sure enough, it just was not over yet. Nope. Um, it, it's so frustrating because I think this, this is going to happen for years. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not – just this year, if not the past year, like it, it's going to keep going. And I just hope that it's not against my team. <laughs> Kansas City, they did the right thing when they signed Patrick Mahomes to 10 years. He's going to spend his lifetime there. He's going to bring them a lot of championships. Absolutely. Um, he already brought one in his second year. So I, the guy has a lot of years left. <laughs> he he yeah. just might just be another Brady. Like, if he doesn't win as many Super Bowls as Brady, he's definitely gonna passing yards. He'll be number one. The guy throws out of this world four hundred yeah. yards, four hundred yards a game without a, you know, without even flinching. It's it's just second nature to the guy. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna be interesting to see how they build this team to continue the success around Mahomes. Yeah, a lot of superstars around there. You can't pay all of them. Somebody's no. gonna have to fall off eventually. Yeah. And, and even with this weekend, with them playing the Bengals, the reason I like the Bengals so much is we saw in the regular season the Bengals could already beat them. Mm-hmm. And not only that, if Tyron Matthew doesn't play, that's a big that's hurt. Huge. To that that's huge. I mean, that's why uh, the Bills were able to to come to score because Tyron Matthew wasn't there. Joe Burrow has a lot of firepower around him to torch that Chiefs secondary without Tyron Matthew. Absolutely. And he already did it with Tyron Matthew back there. So Jamar Chase had 200 receiving yards that game. So, I I, I, that. yeah, that's a that <laughs> was a great game. But Patrick Mahomes, like I was saying, he's definitely going to be that next Brady type of guy. He's going to be a problem. Um, AFC, AFC goes to them. Yeah, without question. Um, so did you see the uh, – the, where Kelsey told Mahomes he wasn't going to run the route uh, <laughs> that he was supposed to, and he's just going to run down the middle, and they have to time out. And if they did the same thing again, that he was going to just he was going to do that. When you have connection like the two of them do, you can do things like that. Absolutely. Uh, that's just yeah, that's just them playing seven on seven backyard football. You know, I'm going to run this route. You know exactly what I'm doing throw me the football <laughs> yep F it Kelsey's out there somewhere <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it's great it's funny because I mean it's great because the Kelsey family was there um and everybody was like going up to Kelsey's mom and saying thank you for having him yeah th- that guy he's another special guy absolutely he's and he's funny 
Yeah, 100%. He'll go um, down as one of the great tight ends when he's done. Absolutely. Uh, moving on to the uh, the 49ers and Packers. It Another... <laughs> Another uh, good game that you don't like because you lost the bet. Um, I think the 49ers are a Cinderella story of 2021. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I could say that. Yeah. And, and it's... Started it's, the season very slow. Yeah, they did. And it's interesting to, to know that uh, every time the Cowboys and the 49ers played each other in the playoffs, the winner won the Super Bowl. See, I like that stat, but I just don't see the Rams. The Rams just lost to the Niners a couple weeks ago. They remember that. They were up big. They should have closed that game out in the third quarter. They let them come back. They remember that. I I just – if you shut down Debo Samuel – well, let me take that back. There's no shutting down Debo Samuel because the guy is so versatile. He can Mm -hmm. do – a lot of things he can run pass throw it's insane but if you minimize Debo Samuel and you take away George Kittle I think it's a little easier to take away George Kittle than it is to take away Debo Samuel mm-hmm. um, because it's easier to put a double team on George Kittle you can't really double team Debo Samuel because you don't know what the guy's going to do the guy's running in motion this way he's running back this way he's doing crossing routes he's it's crazy but if you minimize Debo and you take away George Kittle, you beat that 49ers team. Don't get me wrong. I love Jimmy Garoppolo, but mm-hmm. he doesn't have enough weapons around those two. And yes, Elijah Mitchell's a good running back, but he's still a rookie. Rookie yeah. mistakes come rookie mistakes come out eventually. So exactly. He can make a big rookie mistake this weekend and especially in the playoffs. Exactly. It's gonna be interesting to see what Von Miller and uh, Aaron Donald do. That's what I'm saying. Those guys, they remember that game. They yeah. remember that game a couple weeks ago where they lost and gave up that lead. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's gonna be awesome. Um, but this game just proved once again that special teams are very very important to have. One thousand percent. Because that was a shit show for the Packers. One thousand percent because. If you remember, Mason Crosby gets his field goal blocked before halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, the, sorry, somebody, somebody had called me there. Um, Mason Crosby gets his field goal blocked before halftime. And after that, it's still 10-10. If he makes that field goal, it's 13-10. Niners tie the game up at the end of the game. We're going into overtime. Special teams plays a big part. And it's crazy because the broadcasters before the game, they said that too. They said special teams may play a big factor in this game today. And sure enough, it did. Yeah. And, and I mean, people don't give res- give respect to special teams or kickers until they're needed. 1,000%. <laughs> e- not even just the kickers, though. Even just field goal block. The field yeah. goal block team, punt block team, you know, uh, guys making plays special teams I was just telling one of my friends the other day because uh he's actually in college right now getting prepared for his pro day to go into the draft this year but um that's awesome I was telling him I said if even if you don't get drafted if you get picked up by a team you're on your practice squad if you make plays on special teams 
in the preseason, you will make that football team. Absolutely. Special teams plays a big role on football teams. Yeah, I've seen, I've heard football players say that, like, if you can do special teams, you have a significantly higher chance of making the team. 1,000%. And then if you're on the team because you know you're a special team superstar, eventually you get your shot on mm-hmm. the actual 11 on 11 because guys get injured. You know, football is a dangerous sport. Guys get injured. Guys get suspended. Guys have family issues. Guys have personal issues, you know. So you eventually get your shot. Mm-hmm. and or you know guys are just playing bad in general you know you eventually get your shot once you get your shot you can make your name forever exactly but Tom Brady <laughs> yeah exactly point point right there um you think this is the last we see of Rogers in a Packers uniform I think so I do too Rod, Rogers I think he's out of there uh Washington can make a phone call because <laughs> <laughs> wherever take, he goes Devonte adams goes hey i'll take the guy it, and you see i was saying earlier we get another receiver and a quarterback mm-hmm. there we are Devonte adams and terry mclaurin i'll leave it at that that's disgusting <laughs> i'll leave it at that that's a two-headed snake right there um, this was the first time, <laughs> this is the fifth time in NFL history that both number one seed lost in the divisional round. And Honestly, I knew the Titans were going to lose, though. Yeah, I, I did I, too. Did, I didn't know the Packers were going to lose, but I knew the Titans were going to lose. The Titans, they brought back Derrick Henry too fast. Mm-hmm. Not only that, Ryan Tannehill, in my opinion, is not a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm not a fan of Ryan Tannehill. He's... Like you have Julio Jones and AJ Brown, you should be throwing for three to four hundred yards a game. Every game. <laughs> yeah. Uh it, it's crazy. It's, it's just insane. I mean, how do you not make that work? Any given Sunday. Yeah, but <laughs> that's fair. But I mean, still though, it's Julio and you think they were the worst one seed? One of the worst one seeds? Yes, one 1,000%. They were the worst one seed. And listen, I was telling my friends all week leading up to the game, everybody's like, bro, I'm taking the Titans. I'm taking the Titans. I said, okay, (laughs) take the Titans. You're going to be very, very disappointed this weekend because the Titans are not who you think they are. Mm -hmm. I promise you that. They are not a good team. Well, no, I won't say that. They're a good team. They just are not put together yet it's really they rely on Derrick Henry yeah too much I mean we when uh when Henry went down you you, we saw how bad the Titans looked exactly they were in a lot of close games after that mm -hmm. and it came back to bite them eventually exactly Uh, moving on to the the Bengals and Titans I mean well still the Bengals Titans uh Joe Burrow is insane <laughs> Joe Burrow he is he's come back player of the year absolutely uh, everybody wants to count Dak Prescott in there don't get me wrong Dak Prescott he's a good quarterback I was gonna say great but he's a good quarterback he's good yeah he had a he he did have a great season I'll give him that um but it's not comeback player of the year type season that Joe Burrow's no. having yeah this this kid 
second year, uh, third year, or, or yeah, second year, mm-hmm. second year. Um, I honestly think that in his first year, if he would have had more weapons around him and didn't get injured, he would have won six to seven games his first year. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's a winner, and he's showing showing us that since LSU. And yeah, the kid is he's he's insane. He's special. <laughs> he's absolutely special. Um, he got sacked nine times though. You see, you definitely know what Cincinnati needs to go draft this year. <laughs> yeah, and targeted free agency, do just make the entire draft offensive line. Yeah, like, exactly. Draft offensive line, free agency, like you said. And honestly, they can be right back where they are next year, right in the AFC Championship. Exactly. And I, I, when, last draft, when they drafted Jamar Chase instead of Penny Sewell, I thought it was kind of dumb because Joe Burrow tore his ACL because of the line being crap. And mm-hmm. it's still bad this year, but that connection with Jamar Chase is just something different. 1,000%. They... <clears throat> You saw what they did in college together. Yeah. Um, so I have a friend, he's he's real big into sports betting and sports in general as well. But he was telling me before that draft, he's like, Jamar Chase, he's going back with his boy. He's mm-hmm. going back with his boy. And he's a Ravens fan, actually. So he hates the the Bengals, but right. he, he loves Jamar Chase. And yeah, that connection there, they they just have a connection that is like almost of the backyard football type of connection, like Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely. And it's, it's crazy to watch. And I didn't think they'd get anywhere near this far because they didn't address offensive line, but clearly. <laughs> I, I thought the Ravens won that division before week one even mm-hmm. happened. But of course, with injuries and stuff like that, other things happen, but I knew if it wasn't the Ravens, it would be the Bengals because I absolutely despise the Browns. I hate the Browns. They're terrible. They are just, <laughs> they, they trick their fans too. They are just yeah. like Washington. Um, yeah, I knew the Browns couldn't get it done and I knew big Ben wasn't getting it done. So it was either Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson or Joe Burrow. And I feel like that's going to be the story. That's going to be the thing for years. Battle if for Cleveland gets it, if Cleveland gets a quarterback, they can be in that discussion as well. Mm-hmm. They they ruined Odell Beckham. Like they they had us fooled thinking Odell wasn't not good anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Proved everybody we see, wrong. We see Odell is still Odell. I, it was never a doubt in my mind that Odell was still Odell. I just, I always knew Baker Mayfield was a terrible quarterback. Everybody thought he was this insane guy. He's throwing four touchdowns here, but then the next game he throws zero touchdowns. And I'm like, he's tricking y'all. Like, mm-hmm. stop believing in this guy. You think he's going to get extended? Stupidly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so you, th- I guess you think t- uh, Tennessee should move on from Tannehill. One thousand percent. I I don't I don't think Tannehill's a good quarterback. Yeah, I, I just he tricks a lot of people too. Yeah, I mean, we we've seen him have great moments in the AFC Championship game last year, but 
I mean, was it last year? Two years ago? It, it was just, I think they, I, hot take, they might, I think they'll move on from him this year in the offseason. I think they will give him one more year with this team. Honestly, hot take, I think Julio Jones might get out of there this offseason. I don't so? think, I, I don't think he got the touches he wanted. But, you know, I could be wrong, but I think my I think they do also to piggyback on that. I think they do also give this group right here, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Ryan Tannehill, one more go around together. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, with the one more go around together with a full offseason and everything like that, I think they'll trick us next year and they'll be absolutely out of this ballpark team and be insane and win like 11 to 12 games and trick us again and lose in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come back to that next year, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the conference championship picks, uh, you got a Bengals and Chiefs. Call me crazy. I like the Bengals. I love Patrick Mahomes. I love Travis Kelsey. I love Tyreek Hill. I love Tyron Matthew. But if Tyron Matthew doesn't play, then... I don't think Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow can be stopped. It's it's a huge hit to them. I mean, linebacker is such a crucial part in the game. Yeah. And not only that, he can play all around. Like, guy can cover. The guy can blitz. Mm-hmm. The guy, he's just, he's everywhere. He's a He's freak. been like that. Yeah, he's been like that since college as well. Mm-hmm. That's another great underdog story there i'm glad he has a, a championship under his belt maybe more to come at this point without yeah 1000 <laughs> um isaac actually picked the chiefs in this one i okay i mean he's he's his mom's a chiefs fan half of his family's are his chiefs fans we'll see <laughs> don't get me wrong chiefs have home field advantage mm-hmm. chiefs are a great team we all know that so definitely there is 1000% a chance for the Chiefs to win. I just feel like the team with the most momentum right now, though, is Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And if they keep that momentum going, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. And hot take, I think Cincinnati wins the Super Bowl. I don't think, <laughs> yeah, I think if they get to the Super Bowl, I think they win it. I really don't think the Rams or the, especially the 49ers can stop them at all. Yeah, me too. I mean, the, well, I guess if the Rams make it, you got Donald and, and Von Miller destroying that offensive line, but. It would have to be a lot of quick passes from Joe yeah. Burrow. Yeah, I think they can do it though. Um, so I guess you have the uh, the Chiefs beating or the um, 49ers losing to the Rams. See, that's another we have two great matchups this weekend, honestly. Mm-hmm. Two great matchups. The games could literally go either way. Yeah. Um you betting on them? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take my chances. I I may See, this weekend I may be smart and bet on all four teams <laughs> so I can win money somewhere. Um, but uh, I like the Rams. Yeah. 
I like the Rams. We, we are all unanimous on the Rams. Isaac picked them too. I just think with Aaron Donald and Von Miller up front, Jalen Ramsey in the back, you got Matt, you got Stafford, you got OBJ, Cooper freaking Cub, Cam Akers. I mean, that team is just built to destroy the 49ers. And I'm glad you said his name. Cam Akers plays a big part in that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't see, but that rushing attack wasn't the same without Cam Akers in there. No. His first game, his first game back, he has 95 yards. And it's like coming off an Achilles injury to do that in six months, you're a freak, freak of nature. <laughs> and uh yeah, he plays a big part in that. So if Cam, I think if Cam Akers has a good football game this weekend, the the uh Rams win this football game. Yes, Cooper Cup is obviously gonna be Cooper Cup. Odell's obviously gonna be Odell, mm-hmm. but it's it's um Cam Akers that plays game. a role. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for like with Achilles, it's such a big injury. I mean, you had Clay Thompson in the NBA tearing oh, yeah. Achilles before last season, and he just came back. Right. And that's a late, that's a less like physical game on your on your legs than football is, especially for a freaking running back. Like, it's insane See, that he was able to do that. Yeah, one thousand percent. 1,000%. He's, he might have been built in a, a laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the, the NFL is just – it's going to be great this last weekend before the Super Bowl. And I'm ex- I don't want to see it end because it's kind of been a great playoff uh, year. But I haven't liked this season at all. <laughs> What, what 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 makes you say you don't like, you haven't liked this season? Uh, because the I mean the number will change. I hate the number will change. It doesn't look right. Um, it just hasn't been. The playoffs have been great, and that's the best. That's this has been the highlight of the season, obviously. Um, but nothing has really. You, you got Jonathan Taylor having an MVP season, but other than that, nothing is really. It hasn't been the same for me. It hasn't felt the same. Yeah, I can see. I can see where you're going with that. Um, I know a lot of people don't feel that I, way, but I would like this. Yeah, I, honestly, I didn't really like this season too. Too many injuries. Mm-hmm. Too many injuries to key players on key teams. Uh, just like, yep, I was just about to say, just like Baltimore. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I didn't really like this season too much either. Um, I think it was an exciting season at times. I think the playoffs have been the most exciting thing about this whole entire season. Honestly. Absolutely, without question. It's been great. But, uh, yeah, too many injuries this year. I, I would love to see the NFL next year when all teams are healthy, 100%, ready to go. Plus, we have a draft class coming in. And, um, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot better next year. This this year, I can agree with you on that. Yeah, like a like an asterisk kind of year. Um, yep. <laughs> but I mean, like you said, with, with the draft and this off this off season is gonna be great. I'm excited for that. Um, do you free think agents are gonna be flying around? It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait for Shefty to just keep tweeting out everything. 
that, <laughs> once that new year starts, March 16th, I believe it is, it's going to be great. Yep. Um, for, for the NBA, we wanted to get into the NBA. I know you wanted to talk about the Wizards and the Clippers and that 35-point blown lead. So I'm going to go back to sports betting for a second. This was a game you said – you asked me earlier, you said, is there any games, point spreads that you don't take that are close? Mm-hmm. They had the Wizards favored by three last night. I sat and stared at this point spread for 10 minutes. I'm waiting for it to change to about like two or one. Never changed. It stayed at three. And I'm like, I just don't trust the Wizards at three points. There's uh, there's something telling me, even without a Paul George, even without a Kawhi Leonard, this Clippers team is going to beat this Wizards team. I, I see at halftime on Twitter, they're down 30 points. I said, damn, I should have took the Wizards. I came back maybe about 40 minutes later and the game is tied. I'm like, what is going on? This is insane. And so I ended up watching that last, um, like how many ever seconds, it was like 20 seconds. And the guy hits the three pointer and gets fouled to go to the free throw line. I'm like, this is absolutely insane. This is probably the craziest comeback. I have seen in the NBA this year. Yeah. I mean, the Raptors did it last year, two years ago. They did, they came back, but it hasn't happened this year. I mean, you got the Sixers blowing leads like crazy yeah. all, the, all the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sixers have lost me a, lot, a, a, a couple, couple hundred dollars this year. I'm sorry. Blame Doc Rivers. Doc is the issue. So- I'm going to be honest, though. The Celtics have lost me the most money this year. I'm staying away from the Celtics for really? a little bit. Yes. I, I knew the Celtics have been, like, really bad lately, but I didn't know. Man, a lot of money? Yeah, Celtics, they tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's. I mean, you know, I don't like the Celtics, so I'm right there with the Celtics eight. <laughs> Yeah, me, I don't really have a team. Everybody knows where I'm where I'm at. I'm Team LeBron. Right. Uh, and, yeah, I'm Team LeBron. Uh, I don't think we make the playoffs this year. No. But if, Not even playing? If we, if we do, if, if, Le, if LeBron makes the playoffs this year, if the Lakers make the playoffs somehow, don't count Bron out for the championship. No, never. Never count Bron out. He's been to 10. <laughs> I'll never count him out. I mean, I you know I'm I'm Jordan all the way, but I give LeBron credit when it's due, and this man has been to ten finals. See, see, I used to hate Jordan, <laughs> but I, I don't hate him anymore. I give him his respect now, one thousand percent. He definitely changed the game of basketball. Yeah, great, great player. The guy won six championships and never lost in the finals. Never went to a That's game seven. That's insane, but um, I just think LeBron as an all-around player is better than Michael Jordan. I can see that. Uh, so for, for the Lakers, do you think they trade Russ at the deadline? I'm going to be honest. I think they probably will, but I don't think that's the right move. I don't think Russell Westbrook is the problem. I think the Lakers need more 
depth on their bench. Um, I love Carmelo Anthony. I love Malik Monk. Mm-hmm. All those guys, those those guys can stay. But I say you get rid of guys like Horton Tucker and Austin Reeves and a couple first-round picks and stuff like that to get more key role players. Well, not even first-round picks if you're getting role players, but getting more key role players if they get more key role players around Russ, Braun, and AD, and this is the other thing, we haven't even seen a healthy AD yet, mm-hmm. honestly. So I, I don't I don't think they should get rid of Russ at the deadline, but I do think they probably will get rid of Russ at the deadline, which is sad to say because they could be something special with the three of them healthy, Russ, LeBron, and KD. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, AD. I think it's going to be crazy. Um it's going to be, I think it's, I don't think we're going to see a Ben Simmons move as much as I'd like to see one. I don't think we will. I think Maury's going to wait to try to get James Harden for a sign-in trade in the offseason. Um, I wonder if they'll trade Tobias Harris. You know, I, I love Tobias Harris. Me too. Uh, Tobias Harris is a key role player. He... <laughs> He fits his role very well, and he meshes very well next to Joel Embiid and the rest of those guys. He's been having a bad season, but he he hasn't been great. But yeah, I but think... I I I just I don't know. He 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 fits his role well. He never yeah. steps out of his role, and that's what you need out of key role players. Like mm-hmm. he can he can have a night where he doesn't score any points, but let's say, you know, he has five assists, six assists. At the end of the day, he did his job, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's say his opponent has eight points that whole game. So if he, if, if he has zero points, his opponent has eight points, but he has six assists and eight rebounds. He did his job. If you ask me. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I love Tobias Harris. And I think we are also missing Ben Simmons, what Ben Simmons can contribute aside from obviously shooting his defense, his playmaking. I think we're missing that a lot. See, I think this is what I believe happened with Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons started seeing the criticism on the internet. He Mm -hmm. can't shoot. He can't this, he can't that. And I think his teammates as well were like, bro, you're garbage. (laughs) I think so too. I think at first they were supporting him. There was a supporting role. But Mm -hmm. as a young guy, Ben Simmons is a young guy. So as a young guy, you start seeing things like that, the criticism towards you, and then you start getting a terrible attitude. So Mm -hmm. I think his attitude changed towards his teammates and stuff like that. So then they started agreeing with the media and stuff like that instead of supporting him. And now it's just come to this point here where – you just don't even know what to do. Trade him, keep him, release him. Like he ain't gonna get released. He has to make a contract. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just want to make this clear for people listening. Like, I, as a Sixers fan, my entire family's from Philly. Like, I am all over Sixers social media, listening to it, watching it, everything. Um, we have always wanted Ben Simmons to succeed and shoot and play. We never. In the beginning, we never we were we were defending him until this past playoff push, and half the team, uh, half the fan base, uh, 
wanted him, like not half the fan base, but a lot of the fan base wanted him gone. But it wasn't as loud as the defenders were because the people who were defending Ben Simmons, like me, we we were like, nah, y'all are like dumb. He contributes this much. He he's just got to shoot. He's got to get better. Being right. being like like this to him is not gonna help. And we've we said that the entire time until this past offseason, until this past playoff push. Yeah, I, I can agree with that 1000% because there was a lot of people that were supporting him. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is what I can say about Ben Simmons. There was a time where they were comparing this guy to LeBron James. Yeah, I know. <laughs> LeBron James was 18 years old and was leading his team already. Mm-hmm. There were so many guys criticizing him. Skip Bayless has made a career off hot takes on LeBron James mm-hmm. like if there it, I honestly when LeBron retires I honestly think Skip might retire too he'll have nothing <laughs> else to talk there's nothing else Skip Bayless can talk about after LeBron retires Damn. like even but this is the thing even when he's talking football he still refers to LeBron somehow the guy just needs LeBron so this is what I say going back to that to Ben Simmons and, and LeBron there was a time they they compared this guy to LeBron LeBron had all that criticism around him. LeBron took that and went and got to be a better player. Yeah. At 22 years old, he has Daniel Gibson around him, um, Mo Williams, Anderson Verjao was his second best player. He has Drew Gooden, and he takes those guys to the NBA Finals. Yes, he gets swept, but look who he gets swept by. Prime Spurs, Manu Ginobili, Tim Duncan. Tony Parker. This is a 22 year old kid with no other superstar around him. And Ben Simmons could have been the same way, but instead he allowed that criticism to get to him. Yep. And he took it personal. Mm -hmm. And instead of going to get better, he just stopped. Like there was no drive to like shut the critics up. Mm -mm. Like, all right, you're saying this about me. You say I can't shoot. All right. That whole off season, I would have been working on my shooting. I would have came back out that next year and I would have been draining threes, Mm -hmm. just draining. Yeah. And the, when we lost to the Hawks or not, when when we lost to the Hawks in the, we blew the 26 point lead, not the series, but when we lost that 26 point lead and ended up losing the game uh, because they were doing hack a Ben. If I had that, I would have been shooting free throws for hours. I would have made sure I made 200 free throws before I left the building. Exactly. And the thing is, that's another thing, like, um, LeBron's not really too good at free throws as well, Mm-mm. but you see the guy working all offseason on his free throws. Like, he tries to get better at it. And that's why when people were comparing the two, when Ben Simmons first came out, oh, this guy might be the next LeBron. He might be this. He might be that. I'm like, you it's guys work reaching. ethic. Yeah, you're reaching. LeBron is a different animal. Mm-hmm. He's really a different animal. And there's only a couple of other guys that are really have that different animal in them, like Steph Curry, mm-hmm. um, Kevin Durant, um, Clay Thompson. Um, honestly, Draymond Green, uh, John Morant, uh, Donovan Mitchell, guys mm-hmm. like that. You know, they they've I. Those are all guys I've seen get criticized 
Joel yeah. Embiid. Yep, I was um, just going to say Embiid. He took it and ran with it. The fan base, we booed him. I forget why. I'm pretty sure it was stupid. But we booed him. And he took it, ran with it, and now he's back-to-back MVP candidate. Exactly. Like, it's it's just those guys are different animals. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a they don't like uh, – Oh, jeez, uh, I'm sorry. I I missed one. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh. Yeah, Greek freak. Different, different, different animal. So, you know, Ben Simmons, he doesn't fall in that different animal category. He's got to yeah. show show me a lot more. Oh, Kyrie Irving too. He falls in that category. I respect Kyrie. I love Kyrie. His game he's got is amazing different. handles. Yeah. He's fun to watch play. Um, <clears throat> but after the uh, NBA, we got the MLB, and there's still that lockout. They, they had meetings and it seems to be progressing. It seems to be the, 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 the owners are kind of uh, folding a little bit, but not much. And I can't believe it's getting to this. Yeah, it's almost like that year that we had the NBA lockout. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think eventually they'll come out of the lockout. I just think that we'll have less MLB games this year. They, have, um, they, have, they need a month to prepare for a spring training. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's I, I, it's it's disappointing because the MLB is so fun. It's uh, it is a lot of people say it's a boring game, but uh, it's actually not a boring game. It's very very fun because baseball is a game of runs, and at any second you can just see a team. It could be zero zero, and now it's four zero because this team just hit a grand slam. Mm-hmm. And so we, we need baseball. We need them to come out of that lockout. <laughs> yeah, as, as a Phillies fan, uh, I have seen countless blown leads in the ninth, eighth, and seventh inning that we just don't come back from because our bullpen and people who say it's boring, I feel don't watch the pitching. Yep, that's exactly what happens, but. To piggyback on you on the Phillies, the the Phillies, there was only a couple of games that I bet on the Phillies this year. And there was a game, the Phillies were down six to zero. Yep. They ended up coming back and winning this game. I did a backflip that night. The Phillies won it. The Phillies won me a lot of money that night. I did a Didn't backflip. I tell you not to count them out that game or something? Yeah, <clears throat> I believe so. I believe so. <laughs> I remember that game. That was a great game. Um, and with, with the Phillies, it's just, they're so frustrating. I mean, you have Harper having one of the best seasons as a Philly ever. With, kept leading with an MVP, but nothing. I, I, think, I think the Phillies can come together. And mm-hmm. you guys, if we do have a season next year, I think that you guys will have a much better season. Um, definitely sneak into the playoffs. If not the uh, division leader, you'll definitely sneak in the wild card somehow, some way. I hope so. Uh, but my sneakiest, my sneakiest wild card or division leader next year is definitely the Mets. Max Scherzer going there is ridiculous. It made me so um, mad. So I, I think. I think the Mets can be a, a team to watch next year. Yeah, I mean, with that Scherzer signing, it's what, three years and 
Yeah, like three years. Thirty million. That those those MLB contracts are crazy. <laughs> there's no cap space, or there's no cap. Uh, there's no cap. So yeah. the richest owner in the MLB is the owner of the Mets. So, yep. and what's frustrating to me is, as a fan, my thinking about this is: if you're the owner, especially of an MLB team. Uh, spend all the money that you can on players and stuff on your coaching, on your players, on your on your farm system, especially because if you spend your money on that, especially if you're in a big city like Philly, New York, uh, Cali, Dallas, uh, Florida, if you're like one of those big market, big city teams, or one of those de- destination cities. Mm-hmm your fan base will spend money on tickets, merch, like everything. You'll get the money back with in days. 1,000%. Yeah, 1,000%. Especially in those big cities, like you said, New York, uh, Philly, uh, California. Like those guys, they have no reason not to spend money. Right. Go, 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 go make your team elite. Like, um, I'm going to be honest. I don't know how the Yankees aren't just absolutely destroying people. Like they had three or four power hitters in their lineup mm-hmm. almost every night. And if all four of them weren't in the lineup at every night, then at least two of them were. Yeah. So it was just, I, yeah, but that's, that's an example right there. They spent money to get those power hitters all around one another. Mm-hmm. So it can be done. It's just <clears throat> which which owners are smart enough to do it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you can't buy championships, obviously, like at the Yankees, but putting money in the right spots, like your farm system, your your um your coaching and your uh scout team, those are the biggest things to spend yep. your money on. It's worth it at the end of the day. 100% you can say to I, I'm getting off track on sports but you can say the same thing about the 49ers mm-hmm. um getting Trent Williams a couple off seasons ago was probably one of the biggest things for that team mm-hmm. Trent Williams is a great player I'm so sad that we lost him in Washington he was one of our best players that ever came into a Washington jersey mm-hmm. but that's right there that's building your farm system and you know spending money on around what's needed yeah and it's just it's frustrating because it seems like such a simple mindset and concept to have but they just they don't do it and it's insane to see incompetent organizations like uh the mariners who haven't made it to the playoffs in 20 years phillies haven't made it in 10 like yeah it's uh it's like when you see things like that it's like do you have the will to want to get better like right or just in it for the money or yeah exactly like what are you really in this for that's just like even like going back to washington washington has been tricking us my whole entire life i'm 24 gonna be 25 soon and I haven't seen Washington do anything in 24 years. So no. it's, 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 it's stuff like that. Like we signed Albert Hainsworth one year. He didn't do anything. I remember that. Gave him a hundred million dollars to sit on the bench. Yep. So it's like, 
are you in it for the money or you do do you actually want to win right and I like what you can tell when teams are trying to win but they just like don't I mean the Phillies have made moves they got Real Muto uh Harper they extended Aaron Nola which irritates me now I'm not a huge fan of Nola um we have Zach Wheeler who should have won Sio but I don't but I mean you have all these other teams making bigger better moves and we still have the opportunity to get Chris Bryan and, and other players, but will they do it? I don't yeah. know. See, it's like that going back to what you said, are they in it for the winning purposes or are they in it for the money? Because like you can surround so many people around those number of people that you just said, mm-hmm. and you guys could be from good to elite in yeah. a year. And it's like, look what the Dodgers did. Like, Dodgers went and built around everyone there. Look where they went last year. Yeah, they didn't win it, but, like. Look what they did. Exactly. Um, so, do you think that the Scherzer trade was one of the best trades in MLB history? Scherzer to the Dodgers? Yeah. Dodgers definitely won that trade. <laughs> without was, question I would say that was one of the craziest trades in MLB history and when mm-hmm. I say crazy I mean the Nationals were out of their mind yeah I mean, they, <laughs> they, they traded Scherzer and Turner to the Dodgers yeah exactly the Nationals right. were out of their mind they sold big at the deadline and it was funny to see because I you know living in the DMV I'm able to go to Nats games and I went to the Phillies Nats game um, after the trade deadline and the Nats were out of the playoffs and the Phillies were in the hunt and you could see just how empty the stadium was. Yeah, there's nobody else to tra- uh, cheer for now. You just got rid of a great uh, Trey Turner and now mm-hmm. you, you just got rid of one of our best pitchers to ever wear our jersey. Like, yeah. got rid of Schwarber too. And then not only that, Bryce Harper, I mean, he's been gone a couple of years now, but you got rid of Bryce Harper too. That's three all-star guys right there that you got rid of. I, I wouldn't go there if I was a fan either. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's just, it's a shame because taking biases and my disliking of every NLE's team out of it, um, it, it sucks for the fan bases. It's not fair. And... I mean, you don't want to waste players' careers, and if you want – and I get, like, Max Scherzer kind of wanted out. He was going to leave anyway, so it made sense. But at the same time, like, you're doing your fans a disservice. Right. You can say that about any sport, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, in the NHL with the Flyers losing 13 straight. They just lost their 13th straight last night. Like, Yeah, that's just insane. And it's like – that's another thing like just do you have the will to want to be better yeah when like have a little bit of heart (laughs) like my brother texted me last night um because he because they're all flyers fans i'm a devil's fan um so this isn't hurting me it's kind of great but (laughs) (laughs) but um my brother was like they're not gonna they don't care it's all about the money uh i'm pretty sure comcast owns them or something like that and they've gone through 
they had a, a 10 or 11 game losing streak this year already. Now they're on another one and it's 13 at this point. I mean, it's embarrassing. Well, I know who to bet against. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's their 13th straight loss. And you got – and for <clears throat> for the Devils, I mean, obviously we're no team that's uh, hasn't had embarrassing things. I mean, we've, <clears throat> we've had, like, back-to-back first overall picks. We got Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, and you have the Rangers who had one – who had the second overall pick when we had Jack Hughes. And they're fighting for a cup. I mean, yeah, you you see, it's like when you want to, because most most cities want to bring their city a championship. Yeah, uh, you can see that in a lot of a lot of teams in all the different sports, um, mm-hmm. hockey as well. Because even when the Capitals won, um, it was like you just saw that they had the will to want to do that. Yeah. They brought guys, they brought guys in around to the Ovechkin. Um, and, you know, they had TJ Oshie. Um, like they just had guys that wanted to win. They had the mentality to win. You bring guys in together like that, then you can, win championships and bring your team championships and you can show that it's not all about the money but then you have the other teams you have the other teams where it's like these guys are just in it for the money yeah like like the lions in football like geez don't mind i'm not even gonna go there but it's teams like that yeah and that fan base is so uh passionate and loyal and they love their team but yeah exactly it blows my mind how, I mean, it's like, are they even sports fans at that point? Do they even like sports? The, the, owners, <laughs> of the, the owners of the teams that just don't care, do they even like sports? I don't think they do, because if they did, I don't think they would uh, be in it for the money. I think they'd be in it for the wins. 1,000%. Um, I think a lot of this, a lot of things in sports now has come around betting, though. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people that are in the higher ups that can control a lot of these things. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think money has taken over sports. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a shame because like I said, the fan bases deserve so much more. Each sport can grow so much if they just cared. Yep, exactly. And Rob Manfred clearly doesn't care about the MLB <laughs> at all. Yeah, exactly. And he's a commissioner. The trophy yeah. is named after his job. He just doesn't care. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that concludes this week's episode of the Sports Gasm Podcast. Thank you so much, Calvin, for coming on. You've been awesome. Hey, no um, problem. It's been great. Uh, um, hope you like what you heard. If you did, check out the support button. Help us grow. Help us uh, improve and everything. Uh, you can watch this whole thing on YouTube and listen to it on Spotify. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, at SportsgasmPod. We'll be asking you future questions and stuff like that and posting them on socials. See you all next week. Thanks, Calvin.
Yes, no problem. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Great talk. <laughs>